This is Brad Milkey of ABC News Start Here podcast with your sports update. Down one star, the Golden State Warriors keep winning thanks to the rejuvenation of another. We'll explain coming up. What do you want a da-da-da? What do you want a da-da-da? I'm not a da with a da-da-da. We could switch to Progressive da. Oh yeah. We could switch to Progressive and Sa. Mm-hmm. We could Sa enough to buy some Za. Oh yeah. Let's switch to Progressive to Da and get some Za with the money we saw. Yeah. Now we know we're gonna da da da. These days, nothing is normal and everything is weird. But you could still save big when you switch to Progressive. It might just be the most normal thing you da da da. Quote to da at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Warriors star Clay Thompson is out for the 2021 season with a torn Achilles tendon, but in his absence, two-time MVP Steph Curry has stepped up in a big way. Curry sits near the top of the league in points scored and three-pointers made and set a new personal best with 62 points in a single game. This ABC Sports update was brought to you by Progressive, making it easy to bundle your home and car insurance. You are listening to a Live Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. Good morning. I'm Shalini Umachandran, and this is Mint Light Morning Shot. A quick update on the news you need to know before you start your day. So grab a cup of coffee and let's get started. On Sunday, more than 48,000 people tested positive for the novel coronavirus in a day. India's COVID-19 tally has now crossed 14 lakh. The number of recoveries is over 8.85 lakh, the health ministry has said, and the death toll is at over 32,000. In Dimapur, the commercial hub of Nagaland, an eight-day lockdown began on Sunday to stem the spread of the novel coronavirus. The northeastern states were doing fairly well in the beginning and had a lower number of cases compared to the rest of the country, but they've observed a spike in the last few weeks. Sikkim reported its first COVID-related death on Sunday. In Arunachal Pradesh, in the last three weeks, there have been more than 900 cases. Across the world, citizens have been taking to the streets to complain about the way their governments are handling the COVID-19 crisis. For the past few weeks, residents of Jerusalem have been on the streets to protest against the way the government is dealing with the crisis. On Sunday, police arrested 12 people to disperse demonstrators. What's fueling the protests even more is the corruption charges against Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu. After the reopening of the economy in May, Israel's infections shot up. They're now at an average of 2,000 new cases a day. In Russia too, for the past two weeks, there have been daily protests on the streets because people are unhappy with the rise in cases, as well as the way Vladimir Putin is handling it. Russia has the fourth highest number of COVID-19 cases after the US, Brazil and India. In the US, from New York to Los Angeles, people were on the streets over the past weekend to protest against racial injustice. The protests had waned over the last few weeks but have picked up again. What's tied into these protests is the rising number of infections in the U.S., the government's handling of the crisis and the effect of COVID-19 on the economy. Four big tech CEOs were supposed to appear before a congressional subcommittee today, but the antitrust hearing has been moved to Wednesday. Facebook's Mark Zuckerberg, Apple's Tim Cook, Amazon's Jeff Bezos and Google's Sundar Pichai were supposed to appear remotely before the subcommittee today. The hearings go into the effect of big tech's dominance on consumers. 
It will also look at how their business practices have been detrimental to smaller players. Another thing the committee will be looking into is whether the century-old competition laws and policies have to be changed for a new digital era. The committee is expected to give its report by September. Author Scott Galloway has said that since the onset of COVID-19, nearly every sector has lost market cap. But these four companies, Facebook, Apple, Amazon and Google, along with Microsoft, have actually increased in value by an average of 35%. The remaining 495 companies on the S&P 500 are down 5%. He actually says that the committee should also look into whether these big tech companies need to be broken up because their dominance is so huge. They hold so much data on consumers as well. What Galloway says is that every other company on the S&P 500 seems to have transferred value and power to these big five tech companies. According to him, this is a cause for concern because they had a considerable advantage in the pre-COVID era and now their dominance seems unassailable. The world's biggest art auction houses say that their sales from auctions have gone down by 50% in the first six months of this year because of the pandemic. Christie's, Sotheby's and Phillips have all said that their fortunes have declined. This is according to a report 2020 in review by the London-based art market firm Arctactic. The total auction sales have fallen to $2.9 billion this year from $5.7 billion in the same period last year. What the auction houses have done is gone online. They've held a lot of online auctions. This has helped them earn $412 million in the first six months of the year. This is actually 500% more than what they earned in online auctions last year. That's when they raised $69 million. But this is still just a fraction of what they would earn if they had real-world physical auctions. The art industry has been going through a tough phase for the last few years. In 2019, its auction sales fell 19%. This year, in the first six months, Christie's has been the worst affected. It's lost 60% of sales through auctions compared to last year. Phillips says its auction sales have dropped by about 46%. Sotheby's is the least affected. It's just a 37% decline. After five years of work, more than 100 scientists across the world have pulled together 20 years of data and created the largest 3D map of the universe. It's a map of more than 2 million galaxies, stretching from the Milky Way, which we can see, to objects that are about 11 billion light years away. The map shows how the universe has changed and expanded over billions of years. The project is called the Sloan Digital Sky Survey. The hope is to find answers to a number of cosmic questions using this map. It will also help astrophysicists piece together what happened at a particular period in the universe's expansion. About 6 billion years ago, the universe started expanding really rapidly, much faster than it had in the 8 billion years before that. So, astrophysicists know the ancient history of the universe and they know what happened more recently, about 6 billion years ago. But what they don't know is a gap of about 11 billion years in the middle. And that's what this map will help them fill. You are listening to Mint Light Morning Shot with Shalini Omachandran. You can reach out to me on Twitter at Shalini MB or on Facebook and Instagram at HD Smartcast. To listen to more such podcasts, do log on to hdsmartcast.com. This was a Live Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast.